Hello and welcome to another episode of Sibling Saturday. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob. With me as always is Sabrina. How are you, Sabrina? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, And you got the quote of the day? I do. You cannot do a kindness too soon, for you never know how soon it will be too late. It's a good one. Yeah. Some more kindness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some more kindness. Uh, no uh, national day today because we're just going to talk about uh, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. Which I feel like this is a weird month for okay. mental health. I feel like it should be more towards the end of the year. Like beginning of winter, not beginning of like spring, spring summer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like, and this could just be me, but I feel like it it should be more towards the end of the year. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I I do agree with that. But I also think, I mean, people with mental health issues, I mean, probably with it all year round. Yeah, I mean, it's all year round. So, I mean, this is just uh, when you talk about it, I guess, kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, so we got some like quotes and stuff uh, that we'll talk about and talk on that. And then I got like a little story of a video I just seen that was that was pretty cool. Uh, did you want to start with the uh, all the quotes? Uh, sure. All right. I go first. I go first. All right. You often have to do something before you feel the positive effects of it. The behavior comes first and then the feeling. If you constantly wait to feel a certain way, less anxious, confident, or motivated, you likely will remain stuck. At times you have to do even uh, when you don't want to in order to achieve the positive emotion. That's a good one. Yeah, it's kind of like saying like you kind of like if you're just strictly going off of how you how you feel, you're never going to get anything done. Right. You know, you're if you're always like, oh, well, when I feel more up to that, or when I feel like I can actually do that, sometimes you have to start doing something yes. about it before it like like actually put out the motion. Yeah, right. Before it, you actually start to feel like the. Like effects of doing it. <laughs> like feeling better after. You, I know I always even mentally feel better after I work out, but it's like getting myself to mm-hmm. do it. Like I just have to do it. Yeah, you just have to get it. <laughs> get going. Get going. Do it. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, and it's always like that first like two like two weeks of mm-hmm. when you first start working. Because that's when you start feeling like you feel more tired after. Yeah. But then once you get used to it, then it just becomes part of your routine. But I think they say, and I could be wrong, but I... I think they say, doesn't it take like 14 days or 10 to 14 days to develop more of a habit Mm -hmm. um, to kind of keep, you know, whatever you want to do, keep going? Yeah, I would would say it's got to be at least somewhere along those lines. All right, you got the next one? You cannot control your emotions, but you can control your responses. Instead of being harsh on yourself for experiencing emotions, consider validating your emotions and focusing how you can intentionally respond. That's a really good one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even growing up, I feel like even us as a family, we would just, something would happen and we would just respond. Like we wouldn't right. process it. We mm-hmm. wouldn't take the time and actually, um, okay, Initially, I'm going to feel this way, but at the end of the day, it's probably not going to be really how we right. feel. So right. actually, before you res- before you respond, take the time to like process it and then respond because it'll 
nine times out of ten, if you respond right away, it's going to be in a negative way. Right. Whereas if you, all right, just let me process this for a minute, and then you can actually probably rationalize your emotion in a little bit of a more positive way. Well, yeah, just trying to figure out, okay, like, because you may not look at it from all aspects at first. You're just going to have your initial reaction on the negative part. And usually your initial reaction is anything negative about whatever may be happening. Right. You know, so yeah, just giving yourself like we all need time to process. Mm-hmm. And even if you're going to voice anything, you should just voice. All right. I, I need yep. I need a minute. Give me a second. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got I to gotta think about this um, versus just, you know, here's my initial thought. And then maybe something small turns into something very big. Yeah. You know? And not to say there's anything wrong with like initially like crying or initially being upset or initially any of that because that is part of your brain's ability to have emotions. So I think if you can have all of those, I think that's still healthy, but just maybe projecting it when you're projecting it to other people. Right. Just being able to process it so it's a little bit. Yeah. And just kind of, I think even just figuring out what your process is. Right. You know, because if you know what your process is of, you know, when either something bad happens or someone tells you something or whatever, if you know like how you like to process things before you either a give a response or just react mm-hmm. yourself. If you know what your process is, then it's going to, you know, be a lot easier for you to voice like, okay, like I'm going to need like a little bit of time here to yeah. process what you just told Come me or something to like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely a good one. All right. Uh, I got the next one. Try not to make decisions when you are, emotionally activated or feeling off not yourself or tired or unmotivated when you are emotional the logical part of your mind isn't able to function to its full capacity so during these times focus on emotion regulation versus pushing yourself to do so that one i kind of get it almost slightly contradicted the first one that i read just a little bit you know what I mean? Because yeah. like it was saying like, oh, well, if you don't do the action, you're never going to feel it. And this is saying if you're feeling off, don't do it. In a, in a way. Right. In a way. Of. But it, but it's a little different as in like if you're like completely emotionally right, drained. Or really, really, really upset. Right. Don't try to make decisions that's going to affect long term. Right, right. At that moment. Right. Because it, it, it's not going to you're not going to be making the right decisions in in that moment where if you're completely emotionally drained you're not thinking clearly right i mean so to make any big life decisions or any even small decisions it's just not a good idea yeah uh so that's that's a good one but it was just kind of funny because it kind of (laughs) seemed like the (laughs) the exact opposite Opposite. of the two all right next one At the end of the day, people will not remember your achievements, salary at age, the school you went to, or curated social media feed. As humans, we understand people, how much we want to be around them, if we like them, based on how they make us feel, not based on what they did. I agree. I mean, I I don't want to be around people who either, one, drain my energy or are negative or any, because I just... I don't have the emotional right. capability anymore. The older I get to want to deal <laughs> <Yeah>. with that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so no matter who you are, if that they're like that, I just, 
Kind of just distance. Yep. Distance yourself. Yeah, and I mean, it it, it is kind of true. Whereas, like, people put so much into almost like their their image versus like who they actually are as a person. You know what you mm-hmm. see on social media and what you see on, you know. I feel like a lot of times they're they're worried about an image Projecting, when right. yeah when it's kind of funny because you think the only people that tend to be worried about like image are like famous people because they're like oh I can't ruin my career yeah if you're uh you know I don't know like a lot a just lot of a, those just people don't even want to be out there right you just work <laughs> at yeah you just if you just work at Walmart and live in an apartment and I don't think anybody's worried about your image. Right. You know, so uh, it's just all in how you treat people and how, you know, how you are towards people. Right. And it's great if you have a lot of goals and achievements in life or you're, Mm -hmm. you know, you're big in your career and that's great. But if you're big in your career and you're an asshole, like, yeah, I'm going to remember you as being an asshole. Yeah, I'm not going to remember that. Not what you're achieving. Yeah, that you were this, you know, millionaire or anything like that. I'm be like, yeah. Oh, you did you know that guy? He was super rich. Yeah, he was kind of a dick though. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like that's that's so, gonna be what you say. It ain't right. gonna be anything about like, yeah, he worked so hard, he did this, he did this. It's all it's all gonna go back to yeah, he, you know, he was just one of those basic yeah, rich kind of dicks that nobody cared about. <laughs> so that's why I just be nice to everybody. Exactly, exactly. All right, I got the next one. It's okay if you are different than others. In fact, that feeling illustrates your authenticity. Uh, the ability to be your true self, which will be different in ways. You can be different than other people and still connect with them. You are worthy of relationships where you don't have to keep trading in your authenticity for acceptance. Yes. I like that one. Um, If people could just agree to be different Mm -hmm. and be okay with that and accepting, I feel like a lot of people would get along with more people right i think i mean when no no two people are ever going to be exactly the same like you're going to have your similarities or anything or and stuff like that but i think you know we we should celebrate each other's differences Mm -hmm. you know everybody's got strengths and weaknesses and all that but i feel like sometimes like when you are different from you know especially if like you're in a big group of people and everybody's got like a lot of similarities and maybe you're kind of like the the black sheep of that group mm-hmm. you kind of do get ah oh, you're just you know you're different you don't get it you don't understand but you know we should all we're all different we all like different things yeah. we all do different things so we should all you know celebrate the fact that we're all are you know cuz life would be boring if we were all the same right <laughs> it yeah. would like would yeah. it not like yeah. it would be super boring if we were all just you know, exactly the same. I mean, you would run out of stuff to talk about. You wouldn't, like, you could just kind of be, like, almost like sleepwalking through life. Yeah. So that would be no fun. No fun at all. Mm-mm. All right. Behaviors serve you differently at different points of your life. What may have served you as a child to survive, as in people-pleasing, avoidance, or suppression, may not serve you in adult relationships. Being intentional and curious about your behaviors versus being on autopilot can give you insight and deeper emotional awareness. Hmm. That's a good one. It does. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like coping with stuff changes. 
Well, and your mind is so different right, in you, different stages of your life. Right. Because so. you, you learn new things and you learn like, okay, maybe that wasn't the healthiest way to deal with this. Now I can deal with it this way and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Mm-hmm. It kind of made me think of uh, um, Moon Knight with his multiple personalities Okay, in the show. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've gotten to that episode yet, but eventually oh. you find out like how or, you know, how he got the multiple personalities. Okay. And all that stuff. And it was it was really cool. It was really well done how they did that on there. Um, uh, don't worry, I won't spoil anything for <laughs> people who are watching and haven't seen that yet. Okay. Um, but all right, I got the next one. You are a human being and because of that, you are inherently imperfect. You are coexisting with many other imperfect individuals, all who hold their own painful emotions, traumas, and toxic behaviors. It is natural to struggle and need help navigating your emotional and physiology. Ah, I just completely <laughs> just had a, like a tongue twister there. Uh, physiological state. Uh, no, it's no, it's okay. In fact, natural to ask for professional help and need support. I think that's super important. Yes. I mean, I there's still, I think it's gotten a little better, but there's still like a, a stigma around getting help. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ah, well, you know, it's like you're admitting something's wrong with you, but I mean, there there is something wrong right. with you. Like, and even if it's not professional help, just trying to find those people in your life that you're able to openly communicate with um, and just maybe sharing, just, I think even just sharing it like mm-hmm. getting it out like sharing your painful emotions or sharing your trauma or anything that you're struggling with getting it out and like saying it right. out loud is releasing it from your mind right um i actually listened to a guy who oh, i don't remember his name i'd have to look it up but i was listening to one of his podcasts and he was kind of talking about um overthinkers and mm-hmm. what you should do to kind of help shut your brain off. <laughs> like I needed to listen to that one. Cause as a woman, I'm an overthinker. <laughs> um, I do it all the time and it's just so unnecessary. And I think some of that mm-hmm. is very draining. Mm-hmm. Um, but one technique he said, um, to help just get it out of your mind is to just grab a piece of paper and just literally write everything down that you're thinking of. Mm -hmm. So everything, just anything that comes to your mind, just start writing it down and writing it down and writing it down. And it's actually, it helps kind of relax your mind a little bit to get it out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that would work the same way. Right. You know, talking to someone to actually get it out might just help, you know, take it away, but it may just help release some of that yeah i think it's just it hasn't been normalized yet to like talk openly about all your problems with people yeah because i feel like some people you know are like oh well you know and and some people are too self-absorbed you're gonna start telling them you know your problems and they're gonna be like listen i got too much stuff going on i i don't got you know i got my own problems figure out your problems you know um I feel like people haven't, people still aren't like, we're in this together kind of mentality. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like once you have those people around you and you can kind of all like just talk to each other about, oh, I'm having a real hard time and all that kind of stuff that, you know, that can really help. Yeah. I agree. 
All right. Uh, we encourage you to take care of your mental and emotional health, not only this month, but always. It's okay to slow down, reflect, and put yourself first while you regulate your emotions and gain self-awareness. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, like I've said, you know, we talked about it once uh, when we did our uh, anxiety episode. And then I've talked about it on my other podcast too, uh, different, you know, mental health aspects is I think for some reason still people think like if you're getting help, you have like a major problem or something like that. But like even when you're in a good area or good space in your life, talking with someone about even just the small stuff is is helpful, Mm -hmm. you know, and beneficial. So I think, you know, people just got to kind of uh, get over it to the point where, like, if you need help, like, there should be no shame. In right. That. You know, and I feel like a lot of people still feel that, like, almost like they're they're weaker for needing or, you know, seeking help, um, which I think it would be the opposite. You'd be stronger because you are trying to, mm-hmm. you know, figure yourself out and better yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, all right, I got that. I was telling you just before this, I seen this video of this college professor mm-hmm. um, speaking to these students, and he pulls out this, I don't know, decent-sized jar uh, full of golf balls. And uh, he, you know, looks at this his students, and he's like, okay, is this jar full? The students are like, yeah, it's it's full. And then he pulls out a smaller jar jar full of pebbles, starts dumping all the pebbles in there and all the pebbles start falling, you know, in between all the little cracks in the, in the golf balls. And then he's like, okay, now is this jar full? Of course, everybody's like, yeah. Then he pulls out some sand and starts dumping the sand and the sand starts filling the rest of the little holes that the golf balls and the pebbles didn't, you know, fit. And he goes, now is this jar full? And he's like, yeah. And he, and they're like, yeah. And he's like, yep, it's, it, you know, I can't put anything else in there. And he goes, but this jar, you know, is, is like your life. The golf balls are all the big stuff, your family, your friends, your, you know, the, the stuff that you have to have and it's hard to live without. The pebbles are the, the stuff that's nice to have, you know, your car, your house and all that kind of stuff. And the sand is all the small things that don't really have any significance. But if you put the sand in the jar first, you don't have any room for, you know, your golf balls or your pebbles. I love it. I love so, that analogy. Yeah, he's just saying like if you only worry about the small stuff, you don't you don't have room for your for your big stuff. So just right. Don't you know? Don't worry about Mix it. Mix the sand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just don't you know? Stop sweating the small stuff. And I feel like. That's a really good analogy. Yeah, it was just something different. I've never seen that. Makes you think. You know. Uh, never seen him like I think it was cool to have like the visual aid of it too yeah. you know of him dumping all that in there but it was just something to like you know it, it's true though like I think a lot of times people just are always so worried about the the little things that mm-hmm. in not even a year it might it's not even gonna matter yeah and I mean maybe some of those little things shape who you are but at the end of the mm-hmm. day it's not the you know right it's not the important and i think too is when you're so worried about the little stuff you kind of push aside the stuff that actually matters Mm -hmm. you know maybe you 
you know, some relationships with some of your family members or friends or something, you know, get, you know, ruined or something because you're so worried about small stuff all the time that, you know, it's like, well, you know, what, what importance am I to you if this is what you're worried about? Right. You know what I mean? So I think just trying to make sure you can, I don't know, prioritize your issues. Like, yeah, you're going to have to deal with some things that are small and you're going to have to deal with them, but that's the, the whole reason why it's a small thing is because it, it shouldn't be a big deal. You know, you should just be able to kind of figure it out, move past it and move on with your day. Do you know what, like, was it like some sort of psychology class? I I would think so. I seen it on, uh, I believe either Facebook or maybe even TikTok or something. Okay. I don't know. I'd have to go back and, and see if I can find it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I, I think he was some type of, you know, psych psychology or something, yeah. maybe sociology or something like that mm-hmm. in a, in a college class. But I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see a lot of those kinds of videos just cause I watch like YouTube videos mm-hmm. of, of different like psychologists and stuff. Uh, so but that one was definitely really interesting just because yeah. he was, you know, and it didn't take long to get to the point. You know, it was mm-hmm. just, it was three steps. It wasn't like he was going down this huge line. And I think he found like a very easy way to explain right. something that can really be kind of big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, you got, you got anything else? No, I think we're it's good gonna this be, time. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a short episode this time. It's Mother's Day weekend and it's supposed to be beautiful weather. So happy Mother's Day to all yep. the mamas out there. Yep. Happy Mother's Day. Um. Oh, should we Hopefully also do we a shout out to our Netherlands friends? Oh yeah. That's <laughs> so, right. Yeah. We, um, through, what was that podcast? I don't know. Something through a podcast website. They said that we actually ranked in, um, the Netherland region. So all yeah. you people living out in the Netherlands. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Keep listening. Um yeah, no, uh I think you know it's we're we're doing well. Um send us some topics. Good feedback, yeah. Send us some topics, some feedback. What do you want to know? You know, love to hear it. Um and yeah, enjoy the nice weather that we're finally supposed to be getting and all the mothers uh, enjoy uh enjoy Mother's Day here yeah. on Sunday. All right. All right. All right, everybody have a great rest of your day. Bye, guys.